0: Welcome to the Lean Blog Podcast. Visit our website at www.leanblog.org. Now, here's your host, Mark Graben. Hi, this is Mark Graben. You're listening to episode number 49 of the Lean Blog Podcast for July 28, 2008. Our guest today is Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth of the Visual Lean Institute, which you can find at www.visualworkplace.com. This is part two of a recent conversation that we began in episode number 45 uh, about visual displays in the workplace. Today we'll talk about uh, the role of supervision and the impact that visual displays and visual management uh, can have in all sorts of workplaces. So I hope you enjoy the second part of the discussion and that you'll come back for more podcasts. As always, thanks for
1: listening. Um, I wanted. To, can I? I'd like to just shift now the discussion to the next ripple, which mm-hmm. is the story about supervisors. And this is something that I got from the Japanese. And it was night. My first trip was at 1983 or 84. I don't even know if you were born yet, Mark. I, was. I see your picture, and I, I was in elementary school. But, but what I was were you born. doing? Yes, <laughs> let's not go there. So Didn't I was. <laughs> Listen, young man, (laughs) (laughs) Um, so um, I'm getting old enough to be comfortable with the fact that I am older than you, but it's it's new. I just had a birthday about a week ago, and I said, Gwendolyn, come to your senses. (laughs) This is inevitable. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Um, So uh, as I when I was in Japan, it was like 1984, 85, you know, we went to all the Toyota, Toyota supplier, and it was great. It was just magnificent. And uh, even though I had background as a Latin teacher and I used to start hospices and help people die, somehow or other I made the transition very, very quickly into manufacturing and I got it and I knew something was going mm-hmm. going on there that was magnificent. And I heard, um, I heard this phrase repeated, which is, leaders of improvement, leaders of improvement, supervisors of improvement, mm-hmm. managers. Now, that's right. It was a manager of improvement, managers of improvement. And I, and I, in, in the conversation, you know, I said, what, uh, to help, help us understand that Oh, we never call supervisors supervisors because they're really managers of improvement. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, my God. In, in other words, your real job is to so-called manage improvement, to make improvement happen. Right, right. And that's dwelled with me for, it's been decades. I think I'm close to my, what is it, 2007, so it's been 20, almost 25 years that I, and about seven or eight years ago, I began to, again, look at the plight of supervisors and understand that they had the wrong job description, Mm -hmm. and so did their bosses, and that's why they were struggling. And I I love that phrase, managers of improvement, that's great. It is great. And I shifted that into becoming a leader of improvement. Mm-hmm. Because even when I look, yeah, even better, when I looked up the word manage, and you know, I feel like I've discovered either a jewel or I'm entirely man, mistaken. But when I traced the etymology of manage, it went back to a French word called manage, manege, M A N E G E, manege, manage. and it means either to clean house or to exercise horses. And I thought, holy crap. Yeah, and nobody has written about this. And by the way, I do have a book, everybody, in the works on visual displays in a video if I could just get some quiet time. Somebody else could run my company. I'm looking for volunteers. Um, (laughs) I'm deadly serious. This company, which I love, is just such a time consumer. But in fact originally it means if we take that etymology it means to handle to control to guide to direct to get somebody to do what you want them to do you know to train a horse <laughs> yeah you know how how stern you have to be with horses you've got to you know be alpha and all of that yeah so so I I, I, I identified these seven elements one of those elements and I'll mention it last holes make a an Make an improvement contribution of your own. So you're going to manage. You're going to manage the logistics and expedite and monitor and perf- performance and firefight. You're also going to lead. You're going to set and share company visions and values and strategies and methods and systems. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going, that's part of your job. How wonderful that would be. You're going to measure. You're going to install measures that actually give you a feedback loop or maybe even what I call visual metrics, which actually drive improvement. You're going to stabilize, clarify standards, build adherence, reduce abnormalities. You're going to coach. You're going to help others focus and attain their own improvement vision or the improvement vision that's mandated. You're going to teach. You're going to teach, you know, supervisor teaching what these method systems are. Mm -hmm. And you're going to contribute. You're going to implement. Improvement solutions of your own, yes. and when I when when this began to evolve, these 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 seven elements uh, of becoming a leader of improvement, I suddenly saw, wow, this applies to all, for every every supervisor right uh, right on up to the CEO, mm-hmm. and here is where displays come in. I'm going to create improvement devices and solutions of my own. I have. I'm mandated right now with this definition of a leader of improvement of a supervisor. I'm mandated to create a visual display. I have not only a right, but I I have an obligation to create a display that will help me master all of the variability and the complexity. So I, I like very much taking displays and putting them into a larger framework. So people will say that you see that these displays aren't just there to help the supervisor, but they're part of the whole fabric of weaving a very strong leadership layer, uh, 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 a leadership layer that continually loops back onto itself and strengthens itself and leaves a legacy of, of, mm-hmm. um, of, of protocol in the environment itself. Right. So I wanted to make sure in our conversation to put that framework in place, and, and I, I hope that I've you know, done that.
0: Yeah. And, and I think you make a great point um, if if I'm hearing you if I'm hearing you right, let me, I guess let me check on this. What you're saying is a, a distinction between top management saying you know thou shalt track these six metrics and somebody dutifully updating the charts and then you know not doing anything about them. Like you know yes. on-time delivery is poor every single week. So what's the point of tracking that if people aren't using that information to to drive improvement or or better yes. yet defining what measures they need or what information they need to be able to accomplish the goals that their bosses and upper management have. Is that a fair way of putting it? Yes. Okay.
1: Yeah, I think that's fair, and, of course, it it sounds very unattractive, but I think it is. I think in actuality it's awfully hard to get that to happen um, on its own. You know, you have to keep pushing it, pushing it, making people do it, yeah. 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 As compared to uh, visual displays. And, and, you know, I go back to, I just look in, I just look into the faces of a supervisor, and I say, what will make you sane? Mm-hmm. What will make you feel safe here? <laughs> yeah. I just yeah. need to know. Go ahead, please.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, a lot of them might say retirement. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. Maybe so, maybe what? so. Yeah. <laughs> going home right now. Yeah. <laughs> That's, uh, I'm not safe here. No part of this place yeah. is safe. Well, I'm I'm gl- But, you know. Oh, go ahead. I just wanted to add, wanted to add one thing. Uh, I uh, just as recently, I think, was last spring that I went. I was at Audubon Trailers, this place where Tone and and Frank Mulder works, and we did another cycle of visual displays. This time within a lean framework. They weren't lean the first time, about four years ago. Now they're very handsomely lean. Oh, good. And 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 uh, and we did a a, a rounding of, of visual displays, and. Purchasing and engineering and operations were all suffering because of the shortage of of steel in Europe. And, you know, uh, China is Uh just pulling all of that raw material out. Uh And these plants, uh, these factories that are assembling with steel components will have 99.99% of an assembly done and be missing a part. In this case, the part is about 80, the, the unit is about 80 feet long and you have to find storage. So it was very, there was a tremendous sense of fear, palpable fear and its partner, anger, accusation, blame, uh-huh. yeah, uh, shame on the, in the whole organization. Like and I said right. to Mark, who's taken over since, uh, since Hank uh, retired, I said, we have to, if people as much safety as is available, let's do visual displays and at least they can know that the part isn't coming uh-huh. and at least there can be a conversation, and I want to add this piece, a conversation between the displays on the floor with the displays of the upstream, you know, of engineering and also of purchasing. And that's another. When you do these visual displays, which are really, you could look at them as cries for help. Help, I don't know this. This is what I need to know, (laughs) says operations, says the assembly line to purchasing. And purchasing says, I hear you. I see it. I see your pain. There it is on your display. Where the H-E-L-L is my (laughs) blah 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 i have an echo in my department that goes upstream to the supplier and we are aware that this pain isn't going away so we have to create other interventions that will actually create some stability in the organization so we're not at each other's throats then that goes of course it jumps the supplier chain and it goes into the uh... uh factory floor of the suppliers which is where we're at right now they, uh, they haven't quite made jump there yet, but I hope that they will. And then you have this beautiful event in a visual environment where the functions are speaking to each other, and the people who populate those functions are feeling as though they're connected, that we're all, in fact, about the same thing. And this is shared pain, but we hear each other, we respect each other, we're taking action. Did I describe that in a way that you, you see how, how displays can be part of the whole, I use the word very rarely communication network, but in a very, very concrete way.
0: Yeah, I I think I I can picture what you're saying. I've I've got the benefit. I do have your book in front of me, which, um, Mm -hmm. you know, Visual Workplace Visual Thinking, um, of course, has so many uh, wonderful illustrations and pictures and examples in here. Um, I definitely recommend the book and and letting people listen, uh, have, have the benefit of being able to look at what you're describing. There's some really good stuff in here.
1: Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I want to say a couple of things. I do want, uh, if if I can do just a little bit of self-promotion, I do want to um, let people know about our website. It just went up about a week ago. We're very proud of it. And uh, it's called Visual, it has always been for the last 20 years, visualworkplace.com, no punctuation, visualworkplace.com. And I also wanted to say uh, um, if people have visual displays, or if they want to have a conversation, because I'm really in the midst of writing this book, it'll be another year with the way things are going, unfortunately. Uh, but uh, if they have displays that they want to share that they think are really odd or interesting or peculiar or, you know, just, just for me, I would love to see them. We've got probably six or seven. I think probably five or 6,000 displays in our archives oh, now because wow. we've been okay. collecting them, yeah, for years. And we teach them the cream of the crop. I mean... I'm looking at a display right now about creating a, a tool in the machine shop, and it not only has separate components moving through the process, the grinding process, etc., but it also has. Let me just see what uh, milling, heat treat, grinding, grinding and process, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, wiring. Um, but it also has the dimension of time that is traveling through color coding, so that. They have these four colors. They have, if it is um, if it is red, it takes over 30 hours to make it. If the little magnet is yellow, it means it takes under 30 hours to make mm-hmm. it. But if it's green, it means it's under 20 hours. And if it's blue, it means it's under 10 hours. So while they have this parade of components marching across the process of creating complex tools, this is Warramol 10 years ago, They also have how much time it's going to take and so they can anticipate their bottlenecks. And the other thing that I want to say about displays is that displays are iterative, Mark, and that means that you get a display that speaks the truth and then you go back again and you make it speak a new truth or more truth. You keep, you keep building the truth, you know, you keep fine lining it until you, until you get complete information at a glance. Okay. Well, I get very, I get very excited about displays. Yeah. So if you've got visual displays, send them in. I'd love to have a conversation with you. Um, you can send them in through our website, uh, or if you send them to me directly, it's Gwendolyn at visualworkplace.com. But if I'm not home, um, I'm likely not to be able to respond at all if I'm traveling. Mm-hmm. And there was something else. Oh, oh, we're having a Visual Workplace Summit in the in the um, fall, and I won't put you on the spot to say. I'd like you to be there, but I'm trying to figure out, um, uh, you'll at least come as a guest if you don't come as a speaker. I We haven't done this before, but um, I'm very excited about this because this whole, we're calling it a summit, that seems to be the popular word for conferences nowadays, where, um, it's all about visuality. It'll be, Don Guy will be there on visual pull systems. Uh, Martin Hinckley will be there on Pokey Oak Visual Guarantees. Someone will be doing Visual Lean Office. Somebody else will be doing Visual Hospital. Because I truly believe, this is me now uh, with my, my big megaphone, I truly believe that Visual is a, a very powerful partner to Six Sigma and also to, uh, to Lean. Oh, and Schoenberger is going to be there and Norman Bodak. And we're giving a special award. I'm so proud of this, Mark. There's a gentleman named Don Dewar. Who founded Quality Digest decades ago, and he's the guy who brought uh, Quality Circles to the United States, like in 1978. Oh, okay. Now wow. I know you weren't born by then. Yeah, yeah. I was. And and, and, and he was <laughs> one of these days we'll reach back into my life, and you will not have been there. <laughs> we'll, we'll reach far enough
0: back. Okay. But
1: but but um, he uh, is because he's done a magazine and isn't you know a kind of mouthpiece the way you and I are um, he has been uh, uh, he hasn't been sufficiently celebrated mm-hmm. so we're going to give him a lifetime achievement award he's 84 now oh, wow and I'm, I'm very very pleased uh, with that uh, and I hope that lots of people come yeah and we'll and send out stuff yeah so there's
0: information on your on your website about that I'm sure people can I know I'm on your email list I'm sure it's easy enough to register for that and, and find information yeah. about the summit right
1: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and, and yeah, where is that the, being held again it's going to be in Portland, so I can sleep in my own bed. <laughs> okay. At Portland, Oregon, yes. and it's going to be the 17th and 18th, the 18th and 19th of September. And on the 17th, there'll be a bunch of pre-conference workshops that are strictly on visual, the visual modalities. Oh, well, great. So, yeah, well, and then we're going to announce, of course, our Visual Workplace Prize and start to gather an advisory board to start pulling that together.
0: Well, I'm, uh, that, it's exciting to hear about the the summit and. Uh, this type of thing I, I'd like to attend. And so hopefully schedule and, and timing will allow because yeah. um, you're, you're right. There's just, just as many, if not more opportunities uh, within hospitals as there are uh, in factories for supporting mm-hmm. the process, uh, supporting supervisors. There's very similar challenges across those different industries. So I'm, I'm glad That's you're right. doing work in that space. Gwen, one other popular way of displaying data is, um, is this idea of, of, of dashboards that, that really are computer systems that you, know, you talk mm-hmm. about real-time information. This is always the big sales pitch that you know, an executive can be in there secluded away from the process office and have this visibility into all sorts of charts and metrics and data. I mean, how, how do you see that fitting in or not fitting in uh, with, with the visual methodology?
1: well <clears throat> i think that those kinds of computer displays if you would call them that mm-hmm. the computer screen with the information is very valuable it is as they are as valuable as the dashboards that we spoke about earlier
0: mm-hmm.
1: they lack a few of the dynamics that are also important but for other reasons mm, what are those? so if you want to have mm-hmm, if you want to have a snapshot that'll give you a snapshot yeah But what it doesn't allow, in my experience, is it doesn't allow interactivity, Mm -hmm. and it also doesn't allow for the peculiarity of letting the display being organized around the need of the folks who are actually creating the output you see on the board. So those displays are very important for senior managers sitting in there wherever they're sitting. They could be, you know, on their 10th plane this week catching – some, uh, some time in an aerop- uh, in an airport. God bless them uh, missing another flight and they're trying to you know they're watching the family. How's the family doing without me? Mm-hmm. Are we okay? So that's very, very good and useful. But it is a, and it is a long distance shot and right. it often doesn't t- touch an, um, it doesn't touch enough components of reality for you to be able to change it. You'll see it. It's sort of like watching a forest fire on on television. You can see it, but you can't impact it. Right. The folks who are, uh, you know, on the value-add level, well, some of them may be in an airplane, but a lot of them are just on the ground, you know, digging ditches and whatever. If they're without shovels, it's going to be a big problem. Mm-hmm. So, the display, so I think that in our manufacturing or in our workplace, there's room for both as long as you don't ask the computer to do what the display can do, which is to really drive down the causal chain, to actually change cause, to see cause, and to change cause, and in changing the cause to change the metrics that the senior manager is going to see in the airport. So the the uh, so the two go hand in hand. But if I were to say which is the more important in an environment that's trying to make the transition from Traditional manufacturing from traditional manufacturing to uh, an excellent organization, if I can make that kind of juxtaposition, mm-hmm. I would say that visual displays, interactive visual displays, they're relevant, timely, correct, precise, complete, up to date, centralized, interactive, self-explaining, and and perhaps the most wor- important word there is complete.
0: I do want to thank you again for you know taking time out and and joining us here on the podcast today.
1: It's a pleasure, really, truly. You're a great interviewer, Mark. I hope, uh, I hope you keep that in the interview so people know that uh, I know that and they know it too. Well, thanks. You're doing a great service. Yeah, really. It's wonderful. Thank you very much.
0: Thanks for listening. This has been the Lean Blog Podcast. For lean news and commentary updated daily, visit www.leanblog.org.